If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you watch it? The what? The Super Bowl. That's where they... Is that the... <laughs> what is that? Yeah. It's the one that occurs like multiple times a year, right? Did yeah. You, did don't you they wa- have like five a year? Yeah. Did you watch it or no? No, man. I'm in Thailand. You know what they had on the fucking oh TV in, the, in Thailand? I bet they had football go. I no. Thai no. boxing. No. It's the About Super it. Bowl, bro. No. Everybody has uh, a Super badminton. Bowl. No. They had like soccer. Badminton. They had soccer, oh. the world sport. They didn't yeah. have... American football. Thank you for calling it soccer. Because huh? over there, they probably say it's football. In, be... in Thailand? Yeah. No, it's, uh, I don't know what it's called over there. You know what they say a lot in Thailand? Sour um, D cup. Sour D cup. Sour D cup. What does that mean, does? That mean? Sour D cup. Sour D cup. That's exactly what I thought. Because I was trying to remember. So what they do when you when, when they're going to help you, or they, like you get a, like a waiter or waitress, they put their hands together in this little prayer-like thing. Uh-huh. And they come down, like big smile, very nice, very friendly. And they go, Sawadika. That's that's what the women say. And the men say, cup. I think they put a P at the end. What's I'm the difference saying. between the two? They both mean the same thing, but man says one, woman says another one. Mm. And I'm not quite sure what it means, if it's like, thank you, or I'm here to hell, or you know whatever, like this courteous thing. But I kept forgetting what they were saying, and then I remembered it by saying cup. Yeah. Sour D cups. Sour D cups. And so then mm. when I would say it to people, like I'd, put hand, I'd put my hands. I'd put my hands. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know I mean? I'd put my hands together and I'd say it like that. I'd go yeah. sour D cups. And yeah. my girlfriend would lose her <laughs> shit. And they were so happy that I tried to say their, their word. Yeah. yeah you, you know just, what I mean? You just battle axed your way through that. Little like, do they know, I'm saying something inappropriate. Well, yeah. so most most countries actually appreciate that it's you great. try that, right? Yeah. Like some places, they won't even talk to you unless you try and speak their language. Mm. They'll act uh, like they don't. They get, so, I been, get embarrassed when people try to do that shit. In like, Paris, that's how they... Like, when, when I was in Paris, they were like that where... Oblamos? <laughs> just as like, I only speak yeah. American. Yeah. Fuck you guys. <laughs> American. I speak American. <laughs> Just like let it go. America. America. I'm from America. Uh, <laughs> why does nobody speak American up yeah. here? Chevy trucks. Yeah. You know what blew my mind one time? My English friend uh, who's from England. That's why he's English. Oh, uh, wow. I just want to specify. Imagine that. that. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, he blew my fucking mind one time, dude. Blew my mind with the most obvious shit of all time. We were hanging out. And uh, I'm like, God damn, like, bro, I-, I love your fucking accent. And he looks at me and he goes, Oi, he goes, you got the fucking accent. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because they're the ones that fucking invented that shit. We have an accent. They don't. Uh, well, uh, I think I think when mind I listen, blown. they sound proper. We Sorry, sound like, we, like we sound all ghetto. Yeah. yeah, we've just take, we've taken that language and we've muddled it all up and throw slang terms. So, and this generation's getting worse. Like now, everything is a fucking acronym or like short. Stupid. Oh, oh I know, right? Stupid. Somebody sent me a message the other day. It's because a text message. Yes, exactly. They sent me a text message. And, I, and, and, <laughs> and the idea of all these short little acronyms is to to make it it's to where you have to text less and it's faster. But I spend more time trying to decode the fucking thing. Yeah. Than actually, <laughs> I'm like. BRT, yeah. what is what does this mean? Like, be right. I don't get this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. SMH. Then I'm, then I'm like Google. I was like, what the fuck is SMH? Yeah, that took me a while. Shaking my head. Yeah, yeah it took yeah, me a while to get yeah. that one too. I'm like Google searching so all the acronyms so that I can decode the fucking text. If you guys ever oh, need SMH, to know anything dude. about like pop culture or 
uh, like what's in. Yeah. Just ask me. Let me. I'll oh, you're that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know all <laughs> your, the, your son's educated. I'm like you. the I fads. I know all that right. shit, bro. I can, <laughs> I can hang out with kids. You're dabbing. And I all hang that. out with kids, uh, and I'm cool. Uh, you know. Who I mean? started this stupid shit? They're just they're, uh, I'm dabbing. Kids are like the teens. They I love hanging out with me. Like, hey, Sal, he's so cool. He's so cool, man. He buys us alcohol. Yeah. No, that's not what I do. I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. Always be cool if you do that. Yeah. No, I don't. No, it's uh, yeah, languages. It because and we get fucked because if you're if you have an English accent mm-hmm. and you're a man or a woman, you are instantly hotter in America. Instantly hotter. Yeah, like it, it makes you sexier. I'm not saying it makes you sexy. I think other you countries, can still look like shit. I think other countries think that about us. Yeah. No, nobody likes. Dude, American I accent. was in a club. Really? In, nobody likes in American England. Accent. Yeah, no, I don't know about that because I was in England in Ireland and we went into a couple clubs and there was like they call this thing they call it like snogging. I don't know where That's they get they make a, out and shit. Yeah, where they make out. And so like this girl, what? Like, come up that. to me and be like, do you, want you know, to, you want to snog? And they'd like, like, they're like, where are you from? They thought I was from either Australia or America. And I'm just like, I, I don't know why, you know, why is this like, it, it was weird where they would kept coming up to me and they thought I was exotic. You know what I mean? I'm like, Justin, you're just a, just chicks you, like you. Dude. You are very exotic. You could have walked like in, a rare animal. You could have walked you know? in there with an Indian accent, and all of, and they would have fucking loved you. I don't know why I said Indian. That, that probably because that's the least. It's, yeah, that's probably the least attractive. It just yeah, doesn't yeah. sound super racist. No, it's not. It's not actually. It just there's that's certain. Barty. It's yeah. I'm just speaking exactly. I'm yeah. speaking honest now. There's certain accents that people are consider attractive, and there's other accents. That people don't consider. Yeah, like if I came in there with a Russian accent, I don't think I'd get a lot of. You're right, Russian. But, ru- but a Russian accent, you sound like hey. a badass. Like if a white dude came up to you and he kind of dressed a little bit like uh, preppy looking, but then he starts speaking with Russian accent, then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't want to fuck with this dude. He might. Yeah, it's true. He's There's kind of a, a bit of yeah. The, it's kind of a tough. The edge there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. He might be tough. <laughs> if Zach's he's tough, like wear he a leather jacket. Tough. It does. It yeah. creates that illusion. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. an Italian accent, like might, I don't cry. It might yeah. work in to get women, but it's not going to really work in a fight situation. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. no, Italian accent. You sound like a pussy when you're speaking with an Italian accent to people. Oh, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> like, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> I'm gonna beat his ass right now. <laughs> fucking guy. I think it works with the ladies. Though, it works the with Italian the ladies. Accent. Yeah, yeah, with the ladies it works. Yeah. Because we're lovers, you know what I mean? We're lovers, not fighters. I'm thinking of Sopranos, and I'm thinking they, they sound pretty tough in there. That's not an Italian accent, you dumbass. That's a fucking an East Coast accent. No, there's a lot of Ital- there's a lot of Italians. <laughs> Have you seen Sopranos before? Hey, that guy's Italian over there. Have you seen Sopranos? Have you seen Sopranos? Asking for all that? Come on. There's there's a, that like half half the fucking uh, guys in there are Italian. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, right. that sounds pretty fucking tough when they're there. Although nah, it's, 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 it's Italian, it, it, it is Italian in like the Brooklyn thing kind yeah, of like combined. So that maybe that's it. maybe that's what mm. gives it to them. But but an English accent definitely makes people more attractive, or like Australian accent, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think we think that. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. I think it's just because it's different for us. Yeah. I think I bet you if we were in Australia, they would say the same yeah. thing. About you us. think that they like probably get annoyed with if English guys' accent? Listen, if you're from if you're an Aussie, Especially California. If you're an Aussie or you're you're a Kiwi or you're from the UK. Let us know what you think. Go to our Instagram page. <laughs> no. Let us know. Is an American accent, a, hate, is an asset. Is, is it an Ker- asset? Is Kermit hot? I hate my no, no, no. for accent. I'm not asking. Like not, the worst. Not about me, because we know the answer to that. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, but is an American accent yes. considered attractive at all? I mean, is Spicoli. Does that sound eloquent to you? Hey, how are you guys training right now? I haven't seen you guys inside here lately. 
How are you guys lifting? I right worked now? out this morning. Oh, you did train in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you, Justin, are you, where, where are you? What, with your whole debacle with the fucking seventeen oh, right oh now? Oh my god! Are you it's lifting right now? Me in a loop. Are you I, lifting? I, I, or are you I'm, just getting I'll, fat right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this another intervention? Adam, you're a jerk. He's just no. Made, I'm lifting at the family it. gym. You ass. Oh, you have been lifting over there. <laughs> god damn. Guy, it's just, it's just, it's like, just dude, I still off. work out. You know? It's like I'm not like a. Well, I'm asking. Shit. I'm asking where everybody's, what everyone's yeah. doing lately. What's everyone? You know, what? I just was like, I give up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like fuck it, give me that cheeseburger. I'm over this. I'm yeah. over this lifting yeah. weight thing. These guys are really into it. I'm just like, nah. We got to think of a backup plan if we ever decide that, right? What if I know. Because you, you know, I remember when I was a kid that they. What used are you to, talking about, bro? We're in the perfect business. We're on podcasts. If we wanted to, <laughs> if we wanted they're to, they're not watching me right now. Fat as fuck. We could. Didn't Dave, never Asp- do any video. didn't Dave Asprey get caught doing some shit like that where he used like photoshopped yeah, abs? He photoshopped his abs. We'll just photoshop the fuck out of all of us. You know Why what though? Get hella Why fat on the, on the radio. That? You know what though? <laughs> C- considering we might try to get on his podcast, we should probably not say anything like that. Because <laughs> he's a, he's a good, good job, Adam. Yeah, yeah. That's another podcast. Burn you, bridges. That's another podcast. Yeah. You fucked us, Adam. Dude, come Sorry. on. That's a hard question. Was that like number that. two or three? Right very, there. very few podcasters, I think, listen to other podcasters. There's a handful of like no. podcasts. That I listen listening. to besides like our, it's already hard enough for me to stay up on our own episodes to critique the shit that we do yeah because yeah. that's how I listen right now right like I go through an episode I'm like okay we just yeah, did stop listening to us I haven't I haven't listened yeah. to us in a long yeah. time mm-hmm. but if there is an episode I listen to us but when you guys talk I fast forward okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, just listen, I, I just listen to me uh, no, I get it <laughs> I'm like I, wow I this, get it. Uh, this show's awesome <laughs> this guy is a, <laughs> it's still hey an hour episode is still like 45 minutes long yeah. <laughs> no I'm just yeah. kidding so, so so Justin talk about your commute oh it's horrible man. why it's is like, it so fucked well because every access point to get to my house is blocked I mean there's landslides all over the place there's road that literally has been washed away all this rain, I mean, it's as great as this rain has been, it is seriously like just demolished all roadways and access like uh, outlets for me to even like maneuver and is get ju- out of my house. Is it just me or is, is California just consistently proving to be a massive pussy? Yeah. With everything. Like we get rain, like other states get <laughs> fucking weather. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have like, oh my God, it rained for five days in a row. Washes away a freeway. It's just like the what perfect the storm, you know. It's like, why are we so stupid? I don't know. And 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 then they couldn't they couldn't like uh, dig all this dirt away because it's blocking like all these lanes and all this stuff because they had this accident. Because it's Caltrans. These poor that's people why. like they died because on that. because uh, uh, like this this dump truck like backs up and runs these poor workers over and like, oh my kills god them. that's oh, fucked up and so now they have to have this whole investigation you know to to retrace like all that stuff and make sure like it wasn't intentional katrina and- told me that katrina told me they're doing the bid on that it's like a 30 million dollar job for them mm. oh my god yeah yeah it's like you know crazy. who's gonna get it some fucking cronious person connected yeah. to the state government well, well it's a, no, it's a massive problem jj albany's will probably get it there's like so, so. many yeah. people that go through that's the, that's like uh one of the main arteries for uh just like anywhere along the, the coast like just to get into the, to the silicon Valley. and then we got that one dam what's that one dam that's gonna fucking explode and they oh, to evacuate oroville it already oroville. did yeah, it's already busting. It's already out busting the and going. Yeah. So I lived in. I li- Well, I didn't live at the time, but I was actually. I think I was in Colorado for a year. Uh, Don Pedro. I grew up in Lake Don Pedro, and that oh, dam yeah. broke. I was. Uh, I grew up around there when that happened. That nice was crazy, bro. No, uh, when when that there. water breaks like a dam, it'll just it'll wash concrete away like it's fucking like it's dust. 
It yeah. just it'll go through roads like when once that water and that comes through, it'll carve a fucking canyon for yeah. the next like two miles, dude. It's crazy wow. what it does. Yeah, the power of that water when it gets well, when it breaks through like well, that is. And meanwhile, we're building a, a fucking high speed quote high dude. speed railway, which is actually slow think, yeah. down to fucking L.A. and it's a fucking waste of money. But we don't have the money to fix all. All this I other can shit. think is please Stupid. save us weed. You know what I mean? Like, what? We just passed weed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's going to. We need it's that. It's going to. I said that shit fucking We're not like getting eight any years help. ago, dude. We're not getting any help from the government now. You know, it's like they're not going to come in and help us with our roads. It's, it's just, just like national it's disaster. It's just like after, al- after, alcohol after prohibition, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, alcohol, what alcohol alcohol did after those times, like watch what exactly yeah. would yeah. help ourselves. People who say that drugs are not the answer are stupid. They're obviously <laughs> the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's funny because it's gonna come save us. It's funny because you have that petition for California to ex- to secede from the union. You guys see that? Uh-uh. They're all because Trump got elected, right? So they're all pissed off. Oh, like, that's what you sent over to us. Yeah, right? like we're leaving. We're gonna fucking sign this. And then Texas do that with Obama. Well, Texas is always trying to secede. Yeah, constantly. It's like come on. But but California then is like fuck it. We're leaving too. We're the yeah. biggest economy. Blah blah blah. Meanwhile, and then and then fucking Governor uh, uh, Gray Davis is like, um, <laughs> excuse me, sir, can we have some fun- federal funds, please? Because <laughs> Our damn broke. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Do you nice think? Stuff. Do you think? Do you actually think that marijuana is what's going to come in and say? I believe so. I, I've said it for a long it time. Brown is it? Dan Brown or who? I thought I thought our governor was brown. Uh, no, I think he's a white guy. It's not Gray Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're the politic Come guy, on, bro. Man. You're just throwing names I'm around. Like, he's I'm like, sorry. I thought I'm it was sorry. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jerry Brown. <laughs> Jerry, Brown. <laughs> Jerry Brown. My bad. Jerry Brown. Gr- Gray Davis is the other one that yeah, sucked. I had to check you on Jerry that Brown, one. you're right. Yeah. Uh, Moonbeam. Thank God Justin paid attention over there. Yeah. I didn't catch that. No. <laughs> Nobody knows, the, but that's the other problem. Like, no, Jerry Nobody Brown. knows this guy. Right? No, no, no. No, I, no, I knew him. I you know him? I don't know him. Politics is fucking sports for nerds. How many times do I got to say that? That's all it is. That was it. It is 100% sports for nerds. It is no fucking different. It's the exact same thing. Except it affects your entire life. I know. <laughs> no, it really doesn't though because the guys are getting in and out. It's just like, it's like the people that are really making the decision is just like fucking the commissioner. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah. The, these guys aren't making the decisions. These in and out people yeah. like, just come on, bro. Hilarious. Yeah. That's not how laws get passed. Not one person comes into office and says, hey, guess what? I'm changing everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't work no, that's that a way. dictatorship. Yeah. yeah. That's so, right. So anyway, we're, yeah, we need to help ourselves yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So weed will do that. Weed will help. My commute. You know, well, did you see <laughs> on, on, on many levels? <laughs> Let's be on, on many levels. You know what, though, Justin? I hate to break this to you, but it's going to be illegal to smoke and drive. Uh, uh, Colorado, smoke, so. Colorado, Colorado raised one billion dollars in tax revenue. That's what from I'm marijuana. saying. Look at what they did it's from amazing. marijuana. Yeah. One billion in tax that revenue, and and. Their uh, snack market exploded. They sold a shit ton. Of, <laughs> Is that true? A shit ton uh, of Fruit Loops are yeah. like yes, yeah. flying off the shelves. Yeah. Frito Lay moved its headquarters. Do you guys remember when yeah. the, the little Girl Scout girl got in trouble for uh, posting up her Girl Scout cookies in front of a medical marijuana can I tell you? in San Francisco? Oh that was brilliant. Such a brilliant. Can brilliant. I, can I, can like, I tell you I something? That girl's My daughter's just yeah. gotten to Girl Scouts, right? And okay. So she's selling cookies now. And that thought, told, the only reason why I won't do it is because- You don't want your daughter on the news? Well, no. <laughs> like that little girl? First of all, I think it would be a good fucking lesson. Like, no, I'm not I'm not bringing my girl into the freaking marijuana play. I'm not, yeah. She's not smoking a joint with us. We're going to sit outside. I'm a teacher like this. Hey, honey, this is an opportunity. Well, this is a great place. But I, but my ex-wife would, at that point, probably murder me, so I won't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they hit me up at Pete's, so I thought that was an, an, a lesser, you know, that, that was a more accessible drug that yeah. everybody goes to get, you yeah. know. Well, I'm buying I'm buying a bunch of uh, Girl Scout cookies because that's what parents do when they're. What do you do with them after that? 
I was just I gonna. Know, you're, you're not a big cookie eater, are you? No, oh, I can't. Well, I mean, those. I love cookies. I'll eat all of them. I, that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna give them to Justin because no, I'll why? fucking burn the box, dude. I can't have them in my house, dude. I'll eat all of them at once. But that's what I'm. You, at least you're gonna eat them. I don't no. want to throw them away. I feel like they make them so you eat them at no, once. No, no, you give they come them in this box that you could fit in your hand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They slide out. It's just like. Dude. It doesn't. They don't make them to have three or and four. They're, they're not things. even the same anymore. Like those those peanut butter ones, they used to be like they give you a good size. Like they're like these tiny little thin. Like what a oh. fucking waste. Oh, they changed them. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? Is that when your oh, favorite? that's my favorite? The yeah. peanut butter one. Yeah. Is that the one with and chocolate? Then you freeze the mint ones. Those are good too. Yeah. yeah. Is this the chocolate? Right. They got the chocolate around them. Yeah, chocolate Damn. with 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 peanut butter. And you milk. know what I found is I've gotten I've gotten older. Those are my favorite. That used to be my favorite, but now I like the plain ones. Now I like like. My tolerance for sweet has changed. You're old now. You're getting I know. I like. Yeah. I little. I used to be like a candy whore. I used to eat candy all the time. <laughs> I was, dude. I I loved candy. Right? Banging, loved, banging like, Mentos to the back. I was, bro. I was. I was in. I. But now, like, and I. And ever all since sucked that candy. Ever since right I off. had to clean my diet up because as a as a kid and even as like a young adult in my early twenties. Did you eat candy every day? I did for a long. I used to. I, I that or ice cream. Damn. If it wasn't candy, it was ice cream every day. Pretty much. Wow. For years, to my 20s, dude. Oh, my. Yeah. Because in your 20s? In my 20s. So here's how I justified as a dumb trainer, right, when I first started, was that I just couldn't get enough calories to keep my size on So me. it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Yeah. To me, it was like I couldn't eat enough calories, so slamming a 1,500-calorie Ben & Jerry's at the end of the day, I was justifying it because I was, I was always in search of getting bigger. I couldn't get bigger. It was always hard for me to put weight on. So, you know, I would eat all my meals I'd eat. And then on top of that, I'd have candy or I'd have Ben and Jerry's ice cream, which oh, I yeah. know there's a lot of motherfuckers that eat like this mm. for sure. I did that as I did as a trainer. Wow. Yeah. What was your, what was your candy? Your favorite candy? Oh man. I, I mean, I, I probably my favorite candy. I, I used to, I mean, I've gone through phases, right? Hot tamales. I used to love sour kids. Like, uh, oh, sour what's the, kids. what's the purple and white ones? I like the black licorice ones. Those are really good. Uh, Mike, like, and Ikes. Mike and Ike's. I love. Yeah, no, I'm, fuck, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not very, good and plenty uh, is what you mentioned before. I'm not a big chocolate guy. I'll say mm. that. So I, I, I've never been a big chocolate guy. I like sour or hot or, you know, cinnamon, spicy, mm -hmm. that type of stuff. But mm. yeah, that or, or ice cream, man, those two things. I mean, those two things were a staple food in my diet for years. That's weird. I always hated candy, but I loved chocolate peanut butter combo. It's like this combo that's just like, ah. Uh. Did you guys ever do this? Because this is what I did. Like Reese's I, peanut butter? I, yes. I love. Yes, that's that's, that's my favorite. I love peanut butter chocolate combo, but what I would do is I would buy just chocolate, and then I'd put real peanut butter on it. Like, I'd literally have a oh, jar yeah, of peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of work. I would do that, too. Too much work. It's too yeah. much work? Yeah, too much work. <laughs> so, you're not only, so you're just a lazy candy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was. You want something to pill pop How all fast day. you could get in yeah. your mouth. You know, uh, that's the deal. Mm. Yeah, no, I, for a long, long time did I eat, which I, fuck, man, talk about all the issues that I deal with now with that are autoimmune and shit. I for sure, I'm sure I fucked myself up. Yeah, what's the worst candy? What do you guys think is the worst candy bar? You ever buy one and you just think to yourself, like, this is a fucking waste? Uh, mounds. Mounds is kind of, yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a horrible. See, you say that, but bar. now I like weird things like, like I didn't even like you coconut. Like the coconut, coconut I love coconut now. But if you had to choose that between that and like yeah, other like candy a, bars, you would waste. choose mounds. Well, like, then I would. I hated stuff like that, like yeah. almond joy mounds. Those stuff. Those are. But I used to think then That's like old people, candy. old people candy. Yeah. But yeah, now yeah. being older, those are the type of candy bars. If I were to eat something, I would want something with more nuts in it, with more coconut, more mm -hmm. things that were like more natural mm -hmm. in it than yeah. actually just sugar and chocolate. Things that are really sweet now. Oh, you know what the worst? upset my stomach. You know what the worst are like those caramel like. 
like Rolos. Can- anything that's like I like, like harder kind of caramel. Like weathers? It, weather dude, weather it, like, greens? It or rips weather? the enamel off your teeth. Mm. You're like trying to eat it. It's oh, like- that's like Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> oh, it's horrible, it gets dude. It's the, the, the top of your mouth. What about, yeah. uh, what about uh, what are they called? Juji? Ju- uh, not Juji. Jujubees. Jujubees. Oh, those are the get stuck in your teeth. Those are the worst. You eat one and you're working on it for the next 15 minutes. I hate that. I can't enjoy it. Do they still make those? Of course they do. No, the worst was, I don't like Milky Way. Milky Way? No, it's like chocolate. No, it's chocolate. It's one of my least there's, favorite. There's nothing in there. It's, it's like chocolate and fluffy chocolate. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'm that's with, a girl chocolate. That's okay. a girl bar. That's like a girl bar? It is. Oh, you're going to call it a girl bar it just is. because you don't like it. No, that's not why. Okay. Well, if you were to say I, Milky all the girls Way, I know love Milky if you were to say oh, yeah. Milky Way and Payday, Payday is like a manly bar, Milky Way is like a chip <laughs> Totally. Bar, right? And Baby Ruth. Because it's getting yeah. nuts. And Baby Ruth. It is because it's got nuts, right? We do. We like the nuts. Oh, Minjoy's got nuts. Speaking of <laughs> mounds, don't. Speaking of nuts. Speaking uh, of dumb nuts. No, speaking of nuts, I feel really sorry for Justin right now. Why? Let me tell you what happened, Adam. Hmm. Well, you saw what happened. What do you mean, sorry? You, I feel bad for you because okay. you're in a bad position right now. <laughs> I was standing outside the the the, the, the studio here, uh, just minding my own business, being a nice guy. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And you, Justin, like an you asshole, expose my assholeness. Gives me a backhand uh, nut flick, yeah. right, right to the balls. I, I had to. And. Tar- it just hit me perfectly. I hit the ground, yeah. and I, you know I respect it. It's funny. This is yeah. what we do. <laughs> but but guy code, right? Right. Everybody knows now. He's getting it back. Yeah. At some point in your life. No, I know. In your I'm life. Like, I, your whole, I'm gonna make I've, you stress about it for at least a, a year. That's too. it. That's I've, it. I've opened up a can. That's it. Like yeah. now, every time I walk by, what's gonna but happen? Don't you feel? Don't you feel balls. like this is gonna move our relationship forward? No, it's gonna escalate. Come on, man. You're not the right guy to do this with. Because <laughs> I know I'm going to get you back, and yeah. then you're going to get angry, no. and it's going to turn into, and then someone's going to lose their ability. You think so? Children. I yeah. can take it, dude. Right, we'll <laughs> you don't see. think I can take it? We'll see. I'll wait till you forget about it. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I know. It's well, going to go too far. If you do that, then you know you should probably do it quickly. Is what I'm saying. No, see, <laughs> yeah, I do. Is it a horrible? Probably get over with. Is it a horrible just to anticipate yeah, I don't that wanna, shit? I don't want to fucking. You have no idea when it's going to happen. Damn it! It'll happen. What have I done? How hard? How hard was it for you to get reacclimated from flying back from Thailand? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm going to eat your fries. <laughs> I'll tussle with you. I'm gonna get to a tussle. You know, you know, Adam, what you said on the other on the podcast, the other one. Uh, you know, what you just ordered, young man. You just ordered yourself a tussle. Ordered a tussle. <laughs> I just fucking died with that. But I heard yeah. you say yeah. that. Order up. Yeah. What episode was that? It was the last uh, one that just dropped. Oh, I haven't heard yeah. it yet. I haven't heard tussle. it. Tussle. <laughs> Someone told me that. Who wants to? Who wants a tussle? <laughs> you know, okay, so you know why I use the tussle word storm. You know why I use the word tussle in describing that altercation. Because when you think of a tussle, you don't think of people punching each other. It's more like a grabbing each other kind of <laughs> yeah. wrestling. Kind of making a whirlwind. And, yeah. and that's what happened. It wasn't like a no, fight No, it's fight. probably a much better description of what happens with most yeah. fights. Yeah. Let's yeah. Be honest, it's I mean, a tussle. It's a tussle. I've seen a lot of fights. Yeah, I've been in a handful myself. And, they're and never like They don't ever organized. look like what you... Yeah, you don't... Yeah. It's not like what you see on TV, like two boxers going It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, shit, it was part of my hair. It's like, it's chunks, like you know... <laughs> if you've ever seen... like I had a, I actually had one of the fights I got into. Somebody actually videoed it. I remember watching it afterwards and going like... I look horrible. This is so Embarrassing. Yeah. This is so yeah. embarrassing. It didn't feel like why that. Why did I why did I hammer? I, I you know? felt I like a badass when I was doing this, but I most certainly didn't look like bro, one. Bro, I got in the fight one time as uh God, was I an adult? I might have been an adult. I might have been like 18 years old, <laughs> which makes it even more embarrassing. Because when you're a kid and you fight like an idiot, it's like, yeah. okay, well, I was a kid, right? Yeah. But I was I think I was an adult and uh got in a fight with some guy. I don't even remember what happened. We're at a party and I had like dress shoes on. Oh, no. And uh, and you know how dress shoes are hard yeah. at the front, and I, I threw a couple fucking toe pointed kicks at him. Ooh, yeah, 
<laughs> like it's such a dumb move. Like, and it doesn't look very like, manly. Like in his shins. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> where did you like kick a little it? knee well, extension? Yeah. Well, well no, it? because no, because here's what happens. Like, I went to do it like a toe kick. You know, like I'm gonna fucking hit him with this because I just got angry. You just lose it. It's like I'm gonna just yeah. kick him. Yeah. And I missed one, so it just <laughs> just it turned like, into like it, a, like scuffed on the ground. No, no, bit. it looked like oh. a like a cheerleader high kick. Like yeah. <laughs> And then I followed it up with another one in his fucking shin. Go team! And he's like, ah, I like rubbed his leg a little I, bit. I, when you, you when you're younger, you do stupid shit like pushing, throwing your arms up, a lot of talking. As you get older, you think like, I don't think I got three minutes of fighting in me. Yeah. You, you, you just you, gotta do it quickly. Yeah, you yeah. do like the final blow right away, dude. There's no like, bro. Uh, one of the, I'm I mean, still trying to perfect the lift the shirt over their head and then punch them in the face. I'm yeah. trying to get the throat oh, jab real quick, just, this, right, in the th- th- right in the throat. I, I'm always the guy. I don't know about you guys, but after the fight, it just all, the only thing I think about for the next. Two weeks is all the shit I should have done. I know. Like, yeah. Oh fuck! Know. When his head oh, was man. right there, I could have totally gouged I his eye out. I still really want to use a leg kick. Yeah, yeah. like I'm always thinking. About, and you always like think my goal. You always think of how badass you are until you're in that situation. And then there's like, like situations present yourself. Like, oh fuck, we're here. We are tussling, yeah. and his face is right there. And I've actually had this like thought. Go through fish hook him. I huh? I've had that yeah. thought. Like I've had the thought in my mind. Like I fish hook. I could him. totally stick my finger inside his eyeball right now. Yeah, but I won't do it. Not because I don't want to hurt the guy. This you're is like. I don't know if it's on that level yet. Well, it's it's not necess- kind of assess it. it's not even yeah. necessary because I don't want to hurt him because I do mm, want to hurt him. Right. It's because I don't want the feeling of my finger poking his eyeball. Oh, uh, you're like ew. Yeah. <laughs> ew, yucky. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what do you do afterwards? Like, ah, Gross. I've got his eyeball on my finger. Oh my god. I gotta, wash my I gotta wash this. Did you did you have to break up a lot of fights at the, at the gym when you ran the gym? Did you have any a- gym that you manage? Uh, well, you know you manage. Well, Santa if you Teresa. have a basketball yes. court, oh always fights, always. And it's never the kids that fight. It's always a uh, fucking forty five oh, yeah. year old dude. Oh yeah, for sure. Turns into the basketball in somebody's face, like thrown, and then somebody with a broken nose or like bloody nose. The, oh, dude, the best Every is time. the best is people come out and be like, "Did you fight?" Yeah. So yeah. I go in there with all my trainers, right? So it's like yeah. this mob of dudes. And we walk in there, and they a lot of sometimes it's the fight would have stopped already. Yeah, and Most nobody wants time. nobody wants to get in trouble, yeah. so they're just kind of standing yeah, around. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened. No, I'm like, uh, are you sure it wasn't you? Because you got blood on your shirt. Yeah, and his, and shirt, his shirt's all like, and your shirt's ripped <laughs> off your shoulder. Yeah. I know it's not the '80s. That's not the style. <laughs> Pretty sure someone ripped that shirt off you, <laughs> Mr. Johnson. Oh man, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna tell your wife. All sweaty and yeah. like, yeah. Why does bas- basketball courts do that too, man? Basketball, most fights ever from that for sure. Oh, yeah, every yeah. time. Physical contact. Yeah, like the know. swimming pool doesn't do that. You know why? Because yeah. <laughs> somebody, some asshole, you know what it is? It's laziness. It's lazy defense. It's it's when that old man, like, he's trying to, like, keep up with you, but then he holds you, and then he throws a fucking elbow at you. <laughs> he holds you. So I have to, I have to teach him a lesson. <laughs> just you know just is defending himself right yeah. now. Like, why he he is so he got, I've gotten he's justifying fight. all the fights he got into. I picked some guy up. We, we, were, we were tussling over the ball, right? So we're like, oh, no, you're you got, yeah, you got to a point where it's like, no, I'm, I fucking got the ball, you know, and we're, we're in this like nobody. There's no whistle because this is like, you know, this is, this is one of those street ball games. And I was taught to go till the whistle. And I'm just like, fuck you. I'm taking the ball. And the guy was still trying to rip it out of my hands. And so I picked him up with the ball and then I threw him on his head, you know, with the ball. And then all of a sudden everybody got all like, oh, my God, like, what did you do? Have you ever been in a fight uh, where y- you feel bad right after you? Like you feel bad for the person afterwards. Oh, Has that ever happened? Every you? time, I, I never <laughs> feel good about that shit. You feel bad afterwards. Yeah, yeah I don't I think do. I actually have to be honest with you. I think almost every Yo, fight. You're an asshole. No, that's not. You why. deserved it. Bitch. Almost every fight I can think of that I've ever gotten in, it was like I was trying to avoid it at all costs. It was like yeah. one of those situations where like, I didn't. I don't want to get in a fight. It was the times I've been in fights. It's true because they're exhausting. Want, 
Well, yeah, you mess up your shirt. I'm not that guy either. Yeah, I'm yeah. just not. I, but you look my, like a. You look. That's what it is. Your target. Well, I. You know, you're tall. when you're tall and you mm-hmm. walk into bars and clubs, yeah. immediately all the biggest dudes. Yeah. Size you up. Yeah, you yeah. can just feel it. You know, right away. So I'm always like already on the defense and like I come in like the cool guy and nice and say hi and like. So I'm not that. I'm definitely not that guy. But because of that, I've been put in predicaments where it's just like this motherfucker just won't go yeah. away. Like he's. Obviously wants to test himself on me, and there's as much as I'm trying to avoid the situation. Yeah. So then, when I whoop your ass, then I'm like, "Hey, you had that coming, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I didn't want you to. Barat it. I told you I didn't want to do that, and then this is what happened. No, there's yeah. one I, re- I I will never forget. <laughs> I actually remember his face and everything. I don't remember his name. If I remembered his name, I would apologize right now on it because I feel so bad about this. But I went to school. With uh, I had there was a cousin that and we were always going to school together because we lived close to each other so same school district and he's a year younger than me right now the guy now nobody picks a fight with him now because he's fucking six foot two probably three hundred something pounds big dude right but when we were kids he was a short fat kid and just kind of a short chubby kid so he get picked on and some kid I guess was picking on him uh, at the basketball court so after after uh, you know break was over. He comes up to me, my cousin, and his, he's like, his face is all red, so I could tell he'd been crying or something. I'm like, what happened, dude? And he says, uh, I forgot the kid's name. He's like, oh, so and so, he took the basketball from me, and I tried to get it back, and he threw it at me in my face, and you know, he called me these names, and you know, so I, and then I had to leave or whatever. So I'm like, oh, really? All right, I'm gonna have a talk with that kid. So lunchtime comes around, I find this kid. I walk up to him like, did you throw a basketball in my cousin's face? He's like, no, man, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, you did. You threw a basketball. My cousin's standing right behind me like, eh, yeah, you did, you know. So I fucking hit him in his ribs. I just give him a little right, hook right in the ribs, right? Yeah. And I'd never, little, I'd never seen, like I never, I expected him to do something back so I could get into a, a, a you know, full on fight. Hit him in the ribs and he, he kind of bends down and he lets out this like, <laughs> and then he goes, and then I'm looking at him like, what happened? And he it looks at, and he's like, oh, no. and he goes, I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. And he like keeps doing it for like two minutes. Oh, wow. Bro, for like two minutes, he's like, I can't Did breathe. you break a rib or what? I, I felt horrible. I was like, wow. How old I, were you? Uh, 13 maybe did I, did I, ever I felt so bad like I was I looked at him I'm like oh man and so then while he's down there while he's down there and he's like I can't breathe I like started rubbing his back I'm like, <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm like listen man I'm like you'll be okay bro I just uh, yeah, you I want just, some water I'm here, like I, yeah, yeah yeah I'm like I just I just don't yeah. want you to like like you shouldn't like pick oh, on people I know. Oh, I'm like trying God. to teach him a lesson why I'm like you should what comes Dude, that reminds me exactly like I got in this <laughs> I felt fight so bad with this kid like it was like sixth grade or something it was something stupid and we were like throwing the ball and, and and playing football and like you know we just got in this little scuffle and it was just like hey man you know like it started to get real and then he was trying to be all tough and so it, it was all like in slow motion and he kind of threw a, a punch at me and I just leaned back and, and it totally missed. And then I was just like looking at him, looking at my fist, and then I just threw it right at his face, just button right on the button and just just busted his nose up. And he just like he just started crying immediately. He was just like, Aah! and I was just like, 
oh my god man hey i'm sorry hey. and i started like hugging him and then my friends just like what are you doing you can't do that finish him he just fucking kicked his ass <laughs> man like yeah like he was like pulling me off and i was like nah man i don't know i don't feel good about that yeah you never want to listen to the crowd because the yeah. crowd the crowd wants yeah. death yeah, exactly. like, you just knocked a guy out he's on the ground like stomp on him You're like, whoa calm down like, everybody shit, man like, calm down. he's crying like, right now it's not good yeah. i'm not trying to go to jail everybody calm down can you think of like one of the most scariest moments you've been in like that like where a fight was about to go down whether it be in a group or a situation oh, where, where, you, where you were freaked out like I oh, got, this cannot be uh, good for us so I hung yeah. out uh, in junior high this is back when I thought I was a, a gangster and, yeah, <laughs> well was, you were around a bunch of gangsters it was fucked yeah. dude the junior high I went to it's like you, you either were or you weren't right so we were hanging out and uh, another school's kids showed up and it was going to become like a rumble and kids are picking up sticks and someone had a fucking chain next thing you know someone's like hey so-and-so was going to his car to get a gun like he's got fucking like and i'm like is this really gonna go down like i thought i was a badass but i'm not prepared for this i don't want to deal with this situation how can i run away right now without this i was actually terrified because it was like a real like you see this shit on tv and you're like oh that'd be cool man if i get a rumble my friends we totally but then when in a real situation when people have weapons and shit you're like i don't want to get hit with a chain (laughs) <laughs> Dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to deal yeah. with that situation. I think I want to leave now. I got to go. Rick killed a guy. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? Anchorman. You, you know, I, I don't know if I told you guys this story or not, but when we were uh, younger, we um, my, my cousin, this was kind of like his MO. Like I used to run around with my cousin. He lived like a town across from me, and he was a real popular kid in his town. So uh, we'd go to his parties in his town. We'd go to parties in my town. And we always had like this, like we knew when we were going to these these house parties, that if we weren't uh, if we weren't getting him laid, we were getting him fight. Like that was his thing. It was like you know what I think? I think he's a closer. I think he did that on purpose. <laughs> so we'd help him yeah. out. Everyone's oh, oh. my wingman. Well, not only that, but there was times <laughs> where like like we of course yeah you went to a party where didn't know, really know a lot of people and you were you both liked the hot girl and yeah. going after her and you know if my cousin I got her my cousin didn't it was like I was getting pulled away from chasing the girl because I was now in a brawl at some party of people yeah. I don't know. So this was like always happening to us as kids. You're like pleading with the girl, like, do you have a sister? Oh, friend? totally. Anybody? 100%. Yeah. If, no joke. If I was at a party, that's exactly how it would go down. If I was at a party and I met a girl that I was hanging out with, I was always concerned about my cousin because I knew that my night would not be cool unless I made sure he was taken care of with a girl. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to be in like mid-makeout or like talking to this chick <laughs> and be running outside to go yeah. get into a brawl, right? That was just... Sup, dude, sup. Totally, yeah. totally. So... That was like our, we grew up like that. Well, I got older. I moved to the Bay Area. My cousin lived somewhere else and he came out to to visit me when we were in our 20s. Now I'm like 22 years old or something like that. And uh, we, we I take him out downtown San Jose for the first time. Now remember, we were like small town guys. So in our small towns, we were the shit. We knew everybody. You know, worst that was, ha- I think the worst thing ever happened was like a skateboard over my head or something like that. Like, <laughs> never, never had to worry about a gun or a knife, yeah. you know, getting stabbed. It was country, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had a problem with somebody, you, you duked it out, you got your ass kicked, you learned your lesson. There was at least a code there. There yeah. was, there was yeah. like code there. Well, oh, we had a code too. So now it's fast forward, we're older, we're in the Bay Area now, like it's just the melting pot of people, right? And I take him out downtown San Jose, which you guys, I know you guys are familiar with. The and this scene. is in your twenties, oh yeah, yeah. So this is the nineties, yeah, or no, right after. This is like not the best time, yeah, early two thousands. Yeah. You know, downtown San no, Jose, a lot of business people, lots there. of uh, lots of culture down there, and we're 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 down there, and 
uh, we're leaving the nightclub. It's two thirty in the morning or whatever like that, and I, we're both him and I are drunk, and I've got two different girls that I've got around my arms, and they're and they're giving me all the attention, and he's just kind of wasted walking along on the outside of us, and as we're walking past people. He's like yelling racial slurs at every person oh, that goes. He's trying to start. He's shit. just trying to start yeah. shit. Like he's just he's like so drunk. He realizes that neither one of these girls are into him. Captain we're, sabotage. We're, we're heading home. Yeah, huge cock blocker. Damn it! And we walk by these two guys, and they're they're promoting their their CD. Like they have a little CD that they made, and they're they're trying to sell them for five or ten dollars. I can't remember. And they're. They're talking about their, they're standing out, you know, hitting up all these people, walking out of nightclubs, selling, trying to promote their own CD, right? And uh, one guy looks like the guy from Green Mile, and his his partner isn't much smaller than that. So these guys are fucking like 250, 300 plus pounds, big ass, literally dudes wearing overalls, big ass brother, right? <laughs> oh, no. And they're and they're promoting their fucking rap Never CD. Never fight a guy in all, an overalls. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right? If you're two in the morning, you're wearing overalls, dude, like, and you're 200, 300 pounds, like, but my, this is the type of, my cousin, even when we were kids, like, we definitely were not afraid of anybody size, didn't matter, but I'm, we're in a different era, different time, different area, area, like, I keep to my own, like, in, in the city and shit, right? You don't ever know what you're getting into. So my cousin, we walked past this guy, Meanwhile, like I said, he's talking shit to everybody and everyone's staring at us. We're walking down the sidewalk and the guys are promoting their CD and he just grabs their CD and just keeps walking. Oh, oh my God. Right? And the guy's like, hey, uh-huh. hey. And he, my cousin just keeps walking. The guy's like, hey, hey. And he, they both come running up real quick and stand and stop us from walking. And I'm like, dude, give him his CD back. He's like, hey, bro, that's 10 bucks or whatever it was. And my cousin's like looking at it and he's like, and he's looking at the guy. And, and you're waiting for Oh, something. I'm just, I'm like, oh God, this is Here not. Comes. Yeah. And my cousin looks at it and he goes, why the f- my cousin goes? Why the fuck would I pay for this shit? Oh my! God. And the guy was just the guy was like, "Hey, bro, give me my CD back, dude." And my cousin's like, "Why? Why should I give you this shit?" And I'm just like totally picking a fight just, with this guy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking at these guys, and I'm like, and my cousin's tough. Like we, I mean, we've been in enough scuffles together where we've taken down some dudes, and I'm going like. There's no way I'm getting out of this without some serious fucking yeah. serious injuries. Yeah. Even if we somehow magically pull this off, my ass is getting a fucking whooping like along the way. Like there's these guys are just I mean, people don't yeah. think size matters, but then there's there's just, sizes that do matter. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, yeah, like yeah. size doesn't matter when you think about 10, 15 pounds, yeah. but when a guy's got 40 pounds and overalls on you, dude, size matters. Yeah. And I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, oh my God, this is not good. And I'm like, Travis, give him his fucking CD back, dude. My cousin looks looks back at him. He's like, nah. And the dude like gets up and my dude gets real close to my cousin's face. And he goes, he goes, listen, he goes, I'm out here trying to promote my business. I'm cool with that. He says, if I wasn't, I'd wipe your ass up and down the street right now. And my cousin looks at me for a second, looks back at the dude. And then he takes a step closer to the dude's face. No. And he goes, what are you going to do? And the guy kind of looks over his shoulder and makes sure nobody's looking. Open hand fucking slaps my cousin across oh my the face. God. Open hand slaps him, sends my cousin to the fucking ground, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Right. And I norm, normal me, if we were back in our small town, like that's the, that's the time I jump, jump on the dude. In. Now I'm yeah. whooping this yeah, dude. Yeah. You're like, no. I jump on my cousin, bro. Cover him up. Drag him. Bro. I drag jump him. on my cousin. I headlock my cousin and I start dragging him. Like, we're out of here. Sorry, dude. Bro. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, dude, you about got. I was so angry, oh, man. Oh, my God. We get back home and about him and I get into a fight afterwards. I was so mad. I'm like, dude, we're in San Jose. You dude, can't. I had him. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> why don't you hit him, bro? Oh, like, I just saved your life. Oh, the whole time he's, oh, I don't care. You know, I'm like, man, you don't know that dude's got a knife. And even I've said, even if you and I survive that one and we we actually somehow manage to pull a miracle out on that fight, 
there's a good chance that we get our asses jumped later on, you know what I'm saying? Or tomorrow. Oh, like, you're just, God, we're dude. not in our small town. Yikes. No, I, I had, uh, I had uh, psychological, see, this, I avoided a lot of fights because I was really good at, uh, like, hype. Hmm. I was so good at hype. Did you when, puff your chest up? No, no, not no. during, see, when you do that during a situation, it could backfire. Oh, I see. But, but I, this actually, no joke, probably three times happened in high school where dude, you know, wanted to start some shit, want to fight or whatever. And I'd say, fine. And I always was like, I want to set up some distance, a buffer between now and the actual fight mm-hmm. so that my plan can work. I see. I'm giving it away now, but it's, it's okay now. I'm not in high school anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, like if, like if this is the morning, yeah. if this is the morning, be like, all right, you want to fucking fight? No problem. After school, I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Just me and you. Nobody jumps in and we'll fucking fight. Yeah. Okay. And we'll get it. And so I knew that alone sometimes intimidates people because then they got to think about it. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So that would happen. Now I had the entire school day to terrify him. Mm. And the way I would do it is my friends and other people would go up to him and talk to him about how badass I am. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd go up to him. Like, and you'd promote this. He'd be yeah. like, hey, listen, go uh, tell yeah. this guy. Oh, dude. No, no, no. I swear to God. People would be like, whoa, I heard you're going to oh, fight s- Sal. Like, fuck, I don't know if you want to do that. Like, I, he tra- he does judo and fucking do trains. That's all he does, man. Like, I don't think you want to. I saw him like fucking choke a guy out, made him go to sleep and piss his pants. And next thing you know, dude, by the end of the school day, he's like, nah, I don't want to fight, man. I heard you like to. I heard that's what you do or whatever. Yeah. Victory. <laughs> it, was, it was all. You, you it was all psychological. That's actually, pretty, that's actually really smart as a young kid. I think as an adult, as I got older, I started to realize the the calmer I spoke to somebody that yeah. wanted beef with me, the yeah. scarier I was, oh, and the less fights I had to get into. I was like, this light bulb went off around like mid twenty five or so. I don't remember how old I was. Where I realized, like, oh, you know what? If I actually just calm my emotions down, I don't let this motherfucker rile me up, and I look him directly in the eyes and tell him, like, hey, this is probably going to be a bad day for you if we yeah. keep doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You just say something real calm and collective like Stone that. Stone-faced. Yes. Calm, just, and then- Not angry. I, not- I would diffuse it always with humor. That was like my go-to. If it if the humor didn't work- As soon as a guy wants to fight you, like, knock, knock. Yeah, you Knock, yeah, knock. Yeah. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> Uh, your mom. <laughs> oh shit! Wrong joke. I fucked your mom. It's funny. You know, everybody laughs. That doesn't work. No. Well, I feel like now I I would be even better at it. Like I could totally lie. You know what I mean? Like, look, listen, I'm I'm here. Uh, I'm off work right now, but I'm an off-duty police officer. Uh, I'm actually uh, legally carrying a firearm. I don't think we should do this right now. Like, just lie. You know what I mean? Just make up some shit and have the guy be like, "Oh, That's a big elaborate." Yeah, like, "Oh, my bad. I don't want." Listen, I killed somebody earlier this week already. It's yeah. been a rough week for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, look, I'm not trying to go back to jail. I'm really trying to I do I just better. got out. Yeah. I don't want to go back to jail. Yeah, yeah try some shit like that. It yeah. always works. Yeah. It, actually, it might the work. Intimidation factor. Uh, it might work. Oh, God. Anyway, so uh, you were asking about training earlier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I asked what's yeah. going on with you guys' programs. Yeah. Uh, what's everybody doing right You want to know what's crazy? So I have a theory. I've been wanting to share with you guys since I got back from Thailand. So you guys know how I was in Thailand. I got really, uh, I got horrible food poisoning, right? Mm-hmm. There are studies that have been done on people with autoimmune disorders where they give them a like a parasite or some kind of an infection, and the autoimmune disease dis- symptoms go away. This is true, no joke. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll give someone like a relatively benign parasite or hmm. you know some kind of a bacterial infection and then for whatever reason it like either resets their 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 they don't know why it resets their immune system or whatever to where it's no longer is, hypervigilant well, would that, isn't that it, the same it, thing with diseases like there's certain diseases where they'll introduce an, uh, an opposing disease and somehow it like diffuses it i'm not quite sure if it works the same way but with yeah. autoimmune diseases this is something that's very interesting in fact there's like hosp- like hospitals and doctors in mexico 
that actually offer this. Of course, it's not approved in the U.S. at all, and I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do this on purpose, so I'm not advocating this. But and and I'm not advocating what happened to me either. But the weird thing is, since I had that food poisoning, where I, I you know I think I reset everything. Coming back, like I feel like I can eat anything, and my stomach doesn't re- well, react I think anymore. It, I think, well, first of all, isn't wouldn't if it's benign, wouldn't it mean it wouldn't do anything, right? What wouldn't, wouldn't isn't that the definition of it? Being well, not like, totally benign, but I don't think. I mean, with, what they do with these studies, they'll give someone like a parasite. Yeah. And what I mean by benign is the parasite itself doesn't pose a major okay, danger. Yeah. Uh, so, but I would think it has something to do with like just cleaning out everything because when Maybe, you when yeah. you have food poisoning, you literally vomit and shit. So out of both ends. Yeah. It's like you clean the pipes out. That's what I feel like. So there's like, you know, think of like all. Oh, my pipes were cleared. Exercise the demons. Yeah, no. I mean, when you when you've had bad food poisoning by you know about hour number six in, it's pretty much just water coming through both ends, right? I mean, it literally, you can. It looks clear. I mean, completely both the throw up and what you're peeing. Oh, and then you well, and before that, the thought that goes through your mind is I I don't remember eating. All that, like, how, where's that coming from? What am I hmm. vomiting right now? Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, it gets everything. But uh, I, you know, I did that. Then they put me on antibiotics. I was on ciprofloxacin, which is a, a pretty strong antibiotic given for uh, various types of infections, but it, it does treat things like E. coli or whatever. And uh, went on that. Took activated charcoal as well. Uh, which, by the way, if you've never taken that before, that Ooh. shit's fucking amazing. I had to do uh, like the liquid charcoal because when I was a kid, my brother fed me um, <laughs> too much cough syrup. Uh, it's because he was they're playing doctor, right? And I was like a little brother, and so and I liked the flavor of it. It was like orange, and I'm like, mm, yum. They fed me a whole fucking bottle of that. Oh stuff. shit! Yeah, it almost killed me. So, so what happened? Just the last forty points. So yeah, they had to stomach pump me, and then they fed me all this like liquid charcoal. And stuff. How did your parents find out that they did oh, that? Oh my god! How did go down? My parents went off. The funny part is, so it was with him and his friend, and his friend. His mom uh, worked at the the ER. Was one of the nurses, and so I went in there, and so she she knew right away like what had happened and everything, and so she was just like, you know, so upset uh, that that they did that and stuff. But they didn't know. I mean, they were just like, yeah, let's play doctor. Let's like, you know, get get the younger brother in here and just feed him. You know, cough syrup. So you got high as fuck. So yeah. what? Uh, what liquid? What charcoal does or activated? So charcoal has been used for a very, very long time as, oh, yeah. a, as a detoxifying mm-hmm. agent. Does it, like it pair? Does it pair with it? Is, well, how does it so, so what happens if you get uh, if you get any kind of poisoning? It's like a standard treatment in hospitals. Absorbs it. What mm. it does is it binds with yeah. things, and then it it makes them too large to be absorbed by the the body. So you, it binds with them, and then you excrete oh, it. And so it's a it's a fantastic detoxifying agent. It's so potent, in fact, that if you take it with certain medications or vitamins, it'll prevent the absorption of them. So you have to be careful when you take it. You can't take it with like if you take it with vitamins, you're you're going to be you know wasting a lot. Oh, of that's vitamins. good. A bit of knowledge right there. So because yeah. I've used char, we have to, we keep charcoal in the house. Do all you? The time. Oh yeah, absolutely. When did you use it? Uh, I've used, you use it? anytime I've had like stomach viruses or things like that that are going on. Like that's probably when I would use it. But that's good to know not to pair it with when I'm also taking the medication for that. Because if you're taking the medication for the stomach virus and then you're also using charcoal, it's kind of defeating the purpose. It would be, what's, do you know the window? Do you know how long? That uh, so what I read was is to take it, if you take charcoal, take it like four hours before or like one or two hours after something else that you're going to take. So if I'm taking a medication, if I take that medication, I should wait at least two hours, I believe. 
Um, that makes sense because yeah. that's a, that's that's basically what uh, the time you average time you would take to digest mm-hmm. and absorb food. Mm-hmm. So, so that makes uh, sense. So it's a it's a very it's a very interesting. Yeah. I've never used it before. I'm, lots of my friends who are in the uh, like the wellness industry just rave about it, especially for stomach problems or if you have yeah. gas mm. or whatever. So when I got the, when the because I had a doctor actually come to my room when I was in Thailand to to do the IV and stuff, and then they. They gave me a blood test and they saw that I had, you know, high white blood cell count. Like, okay, it's an infection. Gave me antibiotics and they also gave me activated charcoal and they told me to take it as well. And it was like fucking magic. Like, it was incredible how it hmm. stopped all the, yeah, how it kind of stopped everything. Hmm. Um, but anyway, I did that and now it's like, then I came home and my diet wasn't great because, first of all, I had a, a, a 20 hour layover in Beijing. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, good that, times. Yeah, what, did I, you stay in the airport the whole fucking time? What am I? I'm not gonna leave and have to go through customs and do all that shit again. Just oh come my right back. god, what a yeah. nightmare! Yeah, you know what though? Shame on you for trying to save a buck on your flights. Why is good money? Shame on you. No, five hundred dollars ticket some, to Thailand round trip. This is this is one of the that's things worth it. This is how Katrina and I get into it over little things like this. I'm like, dude, I do. I will spend yeah. two hundred more bucks on the ticket. It, it wouldn't be two hundred more bucks. Be, It'd well, be more than double. Well, okay, yeah, but still. A thousand bucks to five hundred bucks to me to not be stuck in an airport for twelve hours is no no twenty worth hours it. twenty hours <laughs> yeah definitely we landed definitely up. worth it oh yeah and uh, uh and, that's like purgatory well so what happens is here I am I'm, and I'm deplete and I'm, now my appetite's coming back and I'm stuck in an airport so I'm just eating Gah. well I mean airport yeah and food. you have nothing yeah, else what, you, what can you do you have nothing better to do right yeah, it, yeah. I mean it's in, in the Beijing airport's fucking amazing by the way it's one of the most beautiful airports I've ever been oh in. wow yeah it's gorgeous. It's massive. It's like a big mall. Thank God, right? And there's, yeah, but for 20 hours, like, I know that place better than I know my own fucking bathroom now. Like, I, I went back and forth and <laughs> I shopped in every fucking shop there and I <laughs> ate at every single restaurant and I drank alcohol. There's one bar in there and I fucking, I got drunk like three times and yeah. got sober three times. But, and I expected like, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. I'm going to be in pain, you know, I'm going to hurt my, no, my stomach's fine, dude. And I had, then I ate a bunch of pasta at my mom's house and it wasn't even gluten free. No problem. I'm wondering if I cured myself. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But I'm wondering if something's going, like if I did something that, you know, it's kind of reset me. Hmm, what yeah. if I'm normal? Yeah. yeah let's, now wait, get, let's wait on that. I'll get fat now. Yeah, let's wait on that. Yeah, That's the only thing that motivated me to eat healthy. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, what happened to Sal? You got rid of your parasite like that was making now. you shredded. Yeah, it looks like crap now. Yeah. Did well, you did you do a lot of uh, MAPS Prime work while you were there? Did you say you... Because I know you didn't do you didn't go to the gym. I know No, that. I, did, uh, I did a lot of mobility work. I did lots of static stretching, and then I would do static stretching with tension, and then I would do... Uh, mobility work, so I kind of sequenced it in that way, and it really worked really well. And so I would do prime, uh, you know, prime movements, tension movements um, on the beach, which was fucking awesome. And when I came back, uh, of course, when you ba- when you ba- when you come back to the gym after taking twelve days off, you get sore, right? You work out and you get sore. And I'm, I go easy on, like, uh, I go real easy on purpose. Though. So I went back to the gym and I went real light. But uh, my mobility was like incredible, man. My depth and my squats, everything felt amazing. Crazy. You know, sometimes we just, especially guys like us, we have to take the time off. Justin, I noticed you were doing a lot of uh, stuff with your axon stick. Yeah. You've been doing a lot of work with that. Are you, play, are you playing with some different stuff as far as like programming with it? Or I are you am. just making sure everything works? Or? I'm uh, a bit of both. So I, I'm in the, the next phase of it, which is just like intensively trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to put in front of the world. You know, and yeah. so for me, it's like <clears throat> I have a, I have a pretty decent library of exercises that I've kind of come up with, and you know, other people have kind of 
had before as far as isometric exercises or like tension exercises that would apply with this and I could show it. Uh, but I have to create a lot of it. And, um, you know, and this is something that I want to expand on further. And that's definitely something like, you know, we're going to, I'm, I'm going to have you guys come in and help me kind of like create, uh, you know, a, a plethora of like more options with this. But um, yeah, I've been just just trying to like wrap my brain around it further and just exclusively. Okay. So if I'm going to put this out there, like what can I do with it? That's unique. Or, or if I'm a physical therapist, like what really are the exercises that, you know, what would those look like? And so it, it's been cool because I've been able to um, think a little more creatively with it. And now I've found a few moves that I really, really like. And I'm like, wow, that makes perfect sense, mm. you know, to do. So how, how much of it can we talk about? Because I, I've been getting a lot of people. All of it. Okay. So it's, we're, we're it's, ready, man. I mean, I, yeah, I'm excited. Like I'd, I've been holding back a lot, like you, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of like alluding at, like I, I've been really restricted with because of all the patents, the trademarks, like every little thing, like the, even the way we charge it, like has a like a separate patent. So I, I can't even like show that yet. How I many total to patents did you have to go through? Uh, so far we've got like five like international patents, and then um, uh, it's trademarked and. Um, so, and then there's different areas, like there's Asia and all that, which we really want to make sure we get like the right type of patents. So, uh, if we have like the, um, if we go to get materials from them and, or if they're going to manufacture it for us and all that, we got to make sure that like everything's protected. Uh, are we going to, anyway, there's a lot of like logistics involved with now we're in this phase where if we're going to present it, we got to have all our shit together and have it all figured out. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm super ecstatic for it just because it's, there's nothing out there and I, I can totally see where like for assessment. So I kind of envision, uh, you know, evolving because one of the things I miss, I miss training some one-on-one clients. Right. Yeah. And, and so I've, I've thought long and hard, like, okay, well, when, when mind pump is kind of on auto and we've got all these things running and we got all of our programs finished and, you know, I want to be able to still like assess people and help people out. And like, to me, I can see like, what an awesome tool this is going to be for like a trainer assessing, you know, clients. Like when you first get them, like it, it, to me, it will become like a staple assessment that I'll add to like my squad assessment for a client. And you know, what's cool is, um, so me experimenting with those different types of uh so if i i look at like you know like like the gym crowd or uh the physical therapy the therapy world or like all these different markets uh then i looked at like performance so i was just talking to mike salemi like who we've recently brought on the show and uh done some kettlebell work with and all that and so he saw me kind of using it in in our headquarters here and I kind of showed him how I did these like tension squats and these things, you know, in the doorway. And, uh, and I kind of asked him, like, what do you think? Like, how would you use something like this? Or like, how would this, you know, apply to some of your methods? And, um, and so he immediately kind of thought about it and was like, wow, because of the fact that I can take this into increments of like, you know, 10 pounds of pressure and I can, uh, really discern how much of it I'm giving out, how much I'm pulling back. He said that that flux of like being super specific. So uh, he, with kettlebells, you want to apply tension at the right time, mm-hmm. right? And and same thing with Olympic lifting. So um, so for for him looking at it, it's not just that you can ramp up into max, and I know what that is. It's the process of ramping to max pulling back, 
coming about midway. Like there's like all these control. increments in, in yeah. between. Now you can really determine and see as a coach, like where your athlete is at and how much like tension they're playing and then coach them like back off. Yeah. At you know? this point or whatever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's like an actual gauge for them now to assess. Uh, the applications I think are pretty endless. I mean, I, I would like to, I can't wait to maybe, you know, work with you somehow and create some, some kind of programming around it because oh, absolutely. And I, the good I thing plan on that, the cool thing is because we have this facility and now we're going to be hosting seminars here, like all the information that you're going to learn from some of these new techniques and seminars. I mean, think about all that, you know, what you can take from that and apply and utilize your stick to work alongside some of these new, you know, methodologies and yeah. techniques. You know, I mean, it's almost like, you know, one of the best things about being open-minded in fitness is you do that, right? You take something from everything. Sometimes it's a little, sometimes it's a lot, and you end up developing, you know, incredible techniques because you understand things from multiple angles. You know what I mean? Yeah, and what I'm excited about is it's not just me that's, like, I'm doing a lot right now to kind of wrap my brain around it. I know once you guys have it in your hands more, your your brains are going to go crazy with it. And there's been people that have already given me good feedback, like uh, physical therapists that are like, wow, I can't wait to, you know, do my own tests and and test this out on my clients and, and then, um, you know, give you all the, the feedback and show you like tangibly, like this is what I was able to do. And this is the kind of results we got and the kind of connectivity we were able to enhance and uh, so like I've had a lot of great, um, like they can immediately see that. I think like it's been interesting because, uh, I think physical therapy, like they deal with a lot of like metrics already. So mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to, uh, well, you need measurable metrics. Yeah, you need measurable yeah. uh, with insurance and all that kind of stuff. So, um, I feel like that's an easy fit, but yeah, for me to, to show the need for it with what we already got with prime, mm-hmm. uh, what we're diving into deeper with it. Um, there's just, it's just endless to me. Well, Excellent. especially like I, I think of like, so just recently, if you're following on Instagram, I've done like some post of some of the prime movers and things that I've been doing like, and I, right now I use video to show my progression in these things, but I, man, I would love a, a metric like the stick to be able to like press against my heel and mm-hmm. then I do it. And then I continue to do all these priming movements and fortification sessions. And then, then I boom. come, yeah. then I come back, revisit it, and now I actually have a metric to say, oh wow, you know, I was creating five pounds of pressure. Now I'm creating fifteen pounds of pressure with only putting this much time in. Oh my god, look at how much I can progress by doing that. Mm-hmm. Or to be able to, now to be able to compare certain moves, right? Because there's so much information out there and so many different mm. mobility moves and drills, it, and, even just to be able to compare right to left. Yeah. You know, you might be able to lift both legs in a particular position, the same height, but one can create more tension Mm -hmm. and the other one can't. uh, But you won't see that. Very common. Yeah. I mean, that's every, um, probably every single time, but you can't see it and you can't, you know, you're not able to really do that except for trying to feel it, which, you know, you can get away with if you're really, really, really in tune with your body. But if you're learning a new movement, even how, I don't care how in tune you are with your body, you're not in tune with that movement. You don't have any feel there. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, Brink's taking us through these movements and he's showing us the range of motion by, you know, manually putting us in there. 
and then tr- it's like, oh my god, I feel like I'm like I that foot doesn't belong to me at this moment. You yeah, know, I know it bends that way, but it doesn't feel like it can. Which is really bizarre. It's very bizarre, but you're not connected. So having a metrics like that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, we you know I mentioned the seminars. We should we should talk about uh, our our up and coming one. El yeah. Doa. Oh yeah, no, we got all kinds that's, of cool stuff. Coming. Yeah, Eldoa. Let's talk about that one first because that's the that's the first one that's that that is the up. first one that's coming up. I think yeah. that Adam was was you were able to 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 experience like one of those like specific poses and moves. Like tell yeah. us tell us about how that felt. Well, here's a here's the first thing. Like this is why i'm very excited to go to the class it's on it's let's see it's uh it, by the way it's going to be held here at mind pump media headquarters so mm-hmm. you get to come take the the this you know this uh this class learn this incredible techniques uh, which by the way eldoa is uh is breakthrough it's mm-hmm. definitely breakthrough um but you also get to see our studio get to hang out here it's already filling up by the way so at the end of this i think we'll make sure we tell people how they can sign up because yeah and don't we'll make a- sure don't ask me it. to uh say what eldoa stands for i have it written it's a, down fr- oh, can you pronounce it i have it all French here, yeah. word it's so uh, uh, but the date here at mind pump media studio it's march 11th and 12th so it's happening here in san jose 11th and 12th eldoa if you're a trainer is will put you at a completely different level from your peers 100%. Especially if, different you're, level. if you're into like, you know, CES for NASM, corrective, corrective exercise specialist, you're into mobility like that, uh, addressing issues. I mean, which I think, in my opinion, is a majority of our job as trainers. It's, it's, I think more than, more than half of my clients were, you know, the average, you know, 50 year old woman who's had three kids and deals with low back pain and knee issues and stuff like that. So this will make you extremely valuable as a trainer, even for athletes. Like you'll have athletes that'll come in and you'll, uh, you'll, because you took Eldoa, you understand how to take them through certain movements, which I promise you've never seen before. Like this is not, it's very unique stuff. Very, very, none of Look, we've, I've been in fitness for 20 years. I've been managing big gyms for 20 years and I've been deep in fitness uh, most of that time. And I have never seen anything like half these movements. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you you do them and you just you're blown away. But Eldoa, it's a French acronym. But if you translate it to English, not, not that this is going to make sense to, to many people, but it, it means longitudinal osteoarticular decap decoaptation stretches. So that sounds really complicated. But basically, it elongates the spine. Yeah, it it's treatments to uh, for general back pain, arthritis, uh, intervertebral. Uh, disc compression, uh, scoliosis, proprioceptive difficulties, pathology, articular lesions. I mean, it really has a huge influence on the posterior system, which if you're a trainer, you know that affects everything from yeah. high-level athletic performance to just everyday you know, walking and sitting or whatever. And it's like I said, it's very, very unique. It's one of those classes you'll take, and I promise – You'll want to take the next level. Mike Salemi so was just awesome. featured in uh, Iron Iron Man magazine uh, with him doing Eldo. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's cool. he's a big believer in it. Uh, uh, the first time I did it, I was blown away. But the mm-hmm. thing that I'm excited about them coming to, coming here and actually going through the whole course was like so. I've already my one of my favorite. When I learn something like this, I love it right away. I'll go apply it to a client or a family friend or somebody mm-hmm. uh, or myself, right? And this is there's so many little details uh in what you need to do intrinsically mm-hmm. so like the first move that i did i remember when brink was like teaching me and stephanie went uh did it with me also and it's not like it's there's so many little parts that you have to focus on and really easily can you get 
distracted mm-hmm. by just one. So having the those coaching cues is everything. It's because yeah. you could, yeah, you I could like I could people are going to be like I know after this episode people are like oh post a video or show this like the only reason why you haven't seen me post a video on it is because it takes me and another person to give the coaching cues so you can hear. Well, it's not like exercising where you have like, okay, this part of the movement, then this, and then you're done. Yeah. You know, like it's it's like you are manipulating your body uh, as the cues are being thrown out. So right. you, you have to be very, very patient, and you have to uh, have a have an understanding of, of how to – move and adjust and articulate your body accordingly. So it's it's a very, very slow, uh, methodical process, but it's very beneficial. It's extremely, uh, it's extremely valuable. It's so valuable uh, that we've, we've recognized the value in it that uh, me, Justin, and uh, Adam will be taking the course also. We'll be in here, Mind Pump Media uh, Studios, taking the course Oh yeah, along right. so with, come, come hang out with us. Along with the the, the all of the you know high level what's trainers the, and stuff. There's what, and by the way, these are the people. These are the kind of people that yeah, take I Eldoa. Can't wait. The kind of people that you'll see in Eldoa are going to be some of the top trainers oh, yeah, in the area. Yeah, doctors like like uh, osteopaths, doctors, PTs, physical therapists, chiropractors. Um, it is this is legit. Sh- this is legit shit. If you're the kind of trainer, like I said, if you want to separate yourself and really put yourself on a completely different level, mm-hmm. uh, this is probably one of the best uh, courses you could take. That being said, I think or it's you imp- could get a shred certification. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I think it's important to note that it's probably uh, it's it's on on the advanced side. I would say. Oh yeah, no, it's it's it's. it's I would you're going to learn. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend this to a trainer you're not going to come in and breeze through this wouldn't be your first certification this wouldn't be this is for someone who's been training training for a while it is level one this is level one yeah it is their level one but i mean your understand your understanding of the body yeah you 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 want to be able to understand uh basic mechanics uh in my opinion i i think if you're going to invest in it and come to it i think it would be most beneficial for somebody who is already a trainer or pt or chiropractor you already have some sort of a base Heading into it, and then I really see it being huge. Yeah, I don't, I don't see just a you know crappy you know half time part time. I hate to say that, but you know trainer, you know coming and taking the class and trying to half ass it. Now this is like if like I said, if you really want to separate yourself, and I'll tell you what, as a personal trainer, one of the most valuable things that I noticed for myself uh, to, that really made me successful, and we've talked about this on previous podcasts in terms of what I have to offer, was my ability to. Uh, assess people and to alleviate pain and, mm-hmm, and correct pain. Mm-hmm. That gave me so much fucking value. Oh, for sure, M- more value than anything else. On oh, longevity, it, it gave me clients. more. It made me more valuable than being able to get someone to lose weight. No joke. Like, yeah. if you're the kind of trainer where your client will call you and say, "Hey, my shoulder hurts. I need to come see you," versus, "Hey, my shoulder hurts. I have to take a week off." Mm-hmm. Like that makes a tremendous difference. And the and the kind of value you provide to your client, it makes you worth. More money. Like if the average trainer in America charges, I don't know what the average rate is in America, probably 60, 70 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. If you can also correct pain, you can pretty much add 30, 50% or even double your rate because now, you know, people are like, man, my back hurts. Oh, yeah. Cause I need what, to go see, a, you know, oh, go see this trainer. This fucking dude knows what he's talking right. about. This girl knows what she's talking about. Someone, someone actually asked me, uh, I was, I was actually, I always, I told you guys I talked to a lot of trainers that I hired a long time ago that I've continued to mentor and, you know, I was talking to one the other day about, um, you know, moving their rates up and they were asking me like, you know, how did you get to a point where you can move your rates to 150 plus an hour? I just feel like that's such a stretch for me. 
And I said, well, I think what you have to do is you have to either, whether it be certification or experience or, you know, teaching yourself or going to these types of seminars is once you start to add this type of knowledge in your belt where people can see themselves not using their chiropractor now or not going to a PT or not seeing a nutritionist. Dude, because you're so you, valuable. Yeah, because now that's how it becomes that valuable is because not only you am I your personal trainer now, now you feel confident that I can do all your nutrition. You feel confident that I'm the one too who can fix you if you have any aches or pains. So when you become their main source of health and wellness – then 150 an hour is not a lot of money actually mm. because they're paying 70 for this guy, 60 for this guy and 50 for this guy and you know combined it's costing them a lot more than 150 an hour so that's where you have it's to get It's one of those skills where you'll get a client that'll come see you and say I have back pain and you can say you know great I've you know I'm certified in Eldoa I'm going to take you through some very unique movements and positions mm. and by the end of this 30 minute session you should notice uh, some changes in your pain. You should notice that you, you you get some reductions in pains and some improvements in your mobility. And then you show them and you and they do it. You're like a fucking magician. Like 30 yeah. minutes later, they're like, whoa, I feel a lot different. And it's really <coughs> the thing that I picked up from it when, when Brink took us through it. Because, by the way, I'm speaking from a completely observational standpoint. I've been exposed to their movements yeah. through Brink. I have not been certified yet, so I'm excited to take the course uh, on March 11th. Um, I'm, I'm excited because when Brink took us through, I did not realize the connection between the fascia and tension in my wrist and my back. You know what I'm saying? Like he puts you in these positions and you are creating this longitudinal, yeah. longitudinal, excuse me, tension through different, you know, fascia, you know, uh, direction, fascial directions. If you, I don't, I'm not even know if I'm explaining it right. That's what it felt like. Mm. And you'll, and you, you feel I mean, you really feel a difference, and yeah, you, you know, feel I'm pretty. All these lines interconnect. Yeah, it's that's crazy. It. Yeah. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Like these lines that you're start, that they that they've put together uh, of tension that you can create with these movements that require no. Uh, I mean, like how great is that? You can alleviate someone's pain or correct their posture or change the way their body moves without any type of, you know, like major intervention. It's just movement. Yeah. yeah right. Anybody that I've taken through it, as soon as they get up, they're like, "Whoa, I feel taller." That's yes. That's like the the most common feedback yes. I'm getting right now is just like, whoa, I feel taller. It's right funny. Now. Brink said that he's actually mm. had quite a few people take the course who have no interest in working in the fitness industry, but who themselves have chronic pain, and yeah. they took the course so that they can fix themselves, and they've had great yeah, success. That, yeah, that's a good move too. For yeah, sure. I think he's had some patience. In fact, that he's recommended, like, hey, listen, I think you should. That's take a good course. point too. I guess that's the other person that I would recommend if you bat if you've dealt with posture and back issues for a long time and you've been frustrated because you've seen all these specialists and no one's helped you out you know going through this certification for yourself could be super beneficial speaking of that what is the rate on it do you know what they whether so it's i mean it's a two-day course it's a two-day course and in comparison to other two-day courses uh because when brink sent us the price i was like that's it like i know other certifications like a thousand dollars no it's 599 is the regular price wow for a two-day Aldoa, which, like I said, you're you're getting a lot of good information, um, but there's a yeah. Most of the other certifications I know we have coming through here, are I, a thousand plus. Yeah, I we know have that check coming eventually. Yeah, those are all thousand dollars stretch coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that if you get if you sign up early bird, you save fifty it's bucks. Like five forty nine. Five forty nine is what yeah. he sent us yeah, here yeah, in the yeah, text. And then you save fifty if you sign up early. No, that's what it is. Yeah, five forty nine. The way you sign up uh, is you go to uh, which one is it? Oh, beach beachfitness.com. So I guess they're the ones that put this together. Well, I tried to add a link too if you go to the mind pump instagram uh page because uh, if you go into yeah the link where the website normally is because 
they made it a little bit challenging to get to the to the meat of it. Yeah, so. you can go to our Instagram page. Yeah. We have a link up there. Or if you go to beachfitness.com, you go on the upper right. There's a drop-down menu. Click on Aldoa Training and then go on the San Jose. Yeah, and you go to the San Jose one, sign up. Yeah, San Jose, March 11th and 12th uh, here at Mind Pump. Does it say uh, Mind Pump or does it just say San Jose? It's, you know, that's a good question. I should check right now. Um, it says so ho- it says hosted at the Mind Pump headquarters, I believe. Does it? it? But it's, yeah, in San Jose, it says... Yeah, it's we're. I mean, yeah, and you get to see uh, you get to see Mind Pump Studio. Although we won't be, I don't think we'll be recording anything, right? Maybe just some video or something. I'm sure there's. We'll, we'll have to. I'm yeah. sure we'll be in here yeah, at one so. point. Excellent. Um, and you can sign up there. So right on. Good deal. Listen, if you like Mind Pump, leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. If we like your review and we pick it, you'll get a free Mind Pump T-shirt. Also, check us out on YouTube. We post a video on YouTube every single day. We're content machines. Our YouTube channel is Mind Pump TV. You can also find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. Adam's at Mind Pump Adam. And Justin is at Mind Pump Justin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.